another episode, another week. Um, well, we, we did the men last week, so this week is the ladies. Is on your right? All right. So, so this week's episode is the modern woman's dating dilemma. Or dilemma, however you all pronounce it. Dilemma, dilemma, dilemma. tomato, 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 tomato. tomato. <laughs> but you, but they know what we're talking about. Yes, right. Your um, problem, your dating problem, <laughs> the dating problems, issues, <laughs> challenges, etc., etc. Right. Um, as a reminder, guys, we are also on the three main streaming platforms, podcast platforms. Right, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So you can check us out while they're driving, while they're cooking, cleaning, whatever. You can listen to us. Um, and you may pick up something that that may stand out to you and that may be applicable in your life in some way. All right. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, as you mentioned, bro, last week we spoke about the guys, right? And um, we spoke about things, certain things that need to be worked on, certain Mm -hmm. things that need to be set in place, certain foundations, Mm -hmm. right? And this week, ladies, as it's your topic, your turn, um there's some things that they need to have as a foundation as well right some things that they need to to have before um basically stepping out into the playing field yeah definitely because at the end of the day what both men and women need to understand is that neither one of us are perfect and both genders have work to do. Correct. And you can't criticize the other without looking at yourself first. All right? So, again, last week we spoke about the guys. This week, ladies, is your turn. Now, you have to listen with an open mind and an open heart if you want some solution now if you want to live and wallow in the problems and you enjoy living in the problems well fine but if you want solution right i'm sure we wouldn't we won't we are not the first to talk about this and we won't be the last and if you're getting the opinions of men on numerous occasions, and you still don't believe that we have it correctly, when we are the ones that have to deal with it, well, then clearly your ego has gotten the better of you. All right? Men, we're not perfect, and we're very much aware that we're not perfect. But the ladies need to be accountable in that regard as well. 
That's just my opinion, man. So, I'd like to just recap a little bit just for the benefit of our viewers and even for ourselves um, and for conversation as well um, on some of the points that we spoke about last week with the men that also applies to the ladies, right? And if I'm missing anything, you could always add on, right, as usual. So, we spoke about self-development, right, and the importance and the need for self-development. Um, so, ladies, you all are no different to the guys in, in that regard. Um, everybody, as Ron would have mentioned just now, nobody is perfect. Everybody have work to do, right, on themselves. Everybody has issues. Everybody has problems. Everybody has traumas, right? And out of as out of mentioned in the previous in previous episodes, we are not responsible for what happened to us, but we're responsible for our healing, right? And as a result of that, we can't keep going along life, both men and women, right? Um, just utilizing scapegoats, you know, just saying, well, this one is to blame or that one is to blame or this or that or whatever the case is, right? And um, a couple of the things as well are um, honesty, right, with selfers and the person that you intend to have some sort of relationship with some that you could see going forward, um, etc. Right? Um, and with that honesty, right, comes you need to know the knowing, sorry, of what you want in a mate, what you're looking for, right? So you don't know, first of all, if you want a long-term relationship, right, for marriage, or if you want to have fun. If you want to have fun, actually both, both sides, whether you want to have fun or you want to, to get married, right, um, you need to communicate, right, your intentions with the individual, right? So you can't just have somebody just tagging along a guy just tagging along for thinking that there's something going to be serious right and you just want to have fun you just want to play the field right um and then again as we would have mentioned the only reason that dating should be for is for marriage. Mm -hmm. All right? That's what it was set up for, basically. All right? Um, so those are just some of the points, just to recap again. Is there anything else that I'm missing that you want to add? Um, one of the things that I, that I want to add is... Men and women need to know their role. Mm. Now, when you say 
men and women need to know their role, it becomes controversial because women assume that I'm going to talk about some misogynistic thing about women's places in the... No, listen. Men and women were built differently. We were created for different roles. Right? Men were created physically stronger and more logical to play a different rule to women who were created a little more delicate and emotional right men were the hunters providers breadwinners and the fem- and the women were nurturers right that does not make the man superior to the woman i'm going to say it again that does not make the man superior to the woman it's just a rule and the way in which the woman complements that rule is to allow the man to play that role without opposition i'm not saying that if the man is abusive that they allow them to be abusive i'm not saying if the man doesn't allow you to think for yourself and his decision is the only decision that matters I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying to just go blindly. Right? But what I'm saying is, the man was built to logical and stronger so that he could lead the home in such a way to give the best possible chance of offspring to survive and thrive. This is not about superiority and inferiority. Right, there are men in history that have made and done horrible atrocities to women and children, but they are in the minority, they are not the vast majority of men. And I think women need to understand that the the initial or the first wave of feminism was not created for a supremacy competition. It was created to stop the minority of men who were abusive and inconsiderate and so on and so forth. That's what it was for. It was to to give women some sort of power within their own life and within their family life to create a certain level of equity not equality equity the difference between equity and equality equality means that regardless of your value you deserve the same treatment and uh, reward as somebody who would have worked less. Mm. Equity is you are rewarded or treated based on your value. All right, so for example, 
if I if I am a carpenter and I make sixty thousand US a year, and another carpenter is making three hundred thousand US a year, I can't be annoyed that he's making three hundred thousand US a year until I check and see what he's doing that is allowing him to make three hundred thousand US a year. If when he goes to his clients, not only does he build whatever they ask him to build, but he goes way and above in his service. The experience of doing business with him is seamless, is enjoyable, his personality. Right? The way in which he markets himself. All of that is the perceived value of the person. If you are not doing that and you are just focused on, okay, they asked me to build a cupboard, then I'm going to just build a cupboard. Versus the other person, okay, they asked me to build a cupboard, but I'm going to build them the last cupboard they'll ever need. One, I'm going to make sure that they understand what I'm doing. I'm going to be there on time every single day. I'm going to... Uh, give them professional invoicing. I'm going to make them feel comfortable having me in their home. I'm not going to call my brethren and say, come, let's, let me go and do our work day. I'm actually going to be professional. If I have uh people in my charge but that goes into the cost right so i'm professional in every way so at the end of the year if i make three hundred thousand dollars as a carpenter you can't get vexed because my service is better than yours so you're putting in the work so you're putting in the work yeah right equity as it relates to the first feminist movement, that is what initially what they wanted. It's like, I am human too. Just like you. Right? I deserve to have a say in what goes on with my life. I'm not stupid. I don't. I have a brain too. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. I have no problem with that. The third wave feminism, however, was not about equity. It's about superiority. Yes. Men are this horrible men are these horrible people. Men can't do this. Men are this. Men are uh, there's a, there's a, a tyrannical patriarchy controlling the world, mm-hmm. and that needs to be dismantled. That needs to be dismantled, and so mm-hmm. on. It has no base. Your the tyrannical patriarchy you're talking about. So you're so you're telling me that I wake up every day to oppress the women that I meet and to keep them down. Me? No. You're talking you are talking about a very small group 
of hyper-successful, hyper-powerful men who have twisted views of the world. They are not the majority of men. Mm-hmm. And they need to, they need to, they need to find that distinction. There has to be that distinction. They are not the, the vast majority of men. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of men actually just want to give you a compliment. Like, hey, I like, I like that dress. And nothing sexual about it. Yeah. I guess there are the fellas who just don't... Tusty, dehydrated, and obnoxious. And they make it they make it bad for the men that actually don't look at women like that. Yeah. You know? Like, yes, men think... Like, all men think about sex. But time and place. Correct. All men think about sex. Like I, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or anything. All men think about sex all the time. But a lot of men know the time and place. It's not every time is about sex, and it shouldn't be. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's have it's have things to do. You have you yeah. gotta make your own name. You gotta make your own legacy. Exactly. You, know, you have to build things. Mm-hmm. And then the same things that you're working on and building, right, is also to provide for your family. Exactly. For women. Exactly. And children. Yeah. So. To, to be honest, if, if we're being honest, a lot of the things that we do and the things that we try to build and the things that we try to accomplish is for the love and approval of women. Mm-hmm. It's really not for us. It's for the love and approval of women. Correct. So that's one of the first things. So that well, brings... Uh, before you go on, mm-hmm. um, so you, you, you mentioned the point where you mentioned about equity and equality, the difference between the two of them. And you also mentioned on that same point that there are very few men who have the mindset or they look at the world in a different way and they actually want they wake up in the morning and they say well i gonna no press women for the day right mm. may not be exactly that maybe i exaggerate a little bit but it's along those lines yeah it's not it's not it's not like a a conscious statement. Right. Like, I... Philip, I don't know a Philip, so I'll just randomly say now. I, Philip, I'm going to... The first woman I see, I'm going to make them feel inferior to me because I am man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not like that. But, or they put in your dung for... Yeah. Just but, because you're a woman. But in the back of their mind, subconsciously, they believe that they are superior to women and they will do then they will behave as such. Right. right. So on that same point, right, um, I think it's also important to mention um, that ladies, based on that, we can't, you can't paint everybody with the same brush, right? It's not right. It's not, 
It's not appropriate in any way, right? Yeah, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Just like how you don't, you wouldn't want men to say, like, that women, women, all women unfaithful, or all women obnoxious, right? Because a lot of women would, would shout out and say, well, I'm not obnoxious, right? Mm-hmm. You, so just just like that, you shouldn't say all men are dogs. Correct. Right? And that leads me to another thing. Women are empowered now. They they go to they've gone to university, college, they've gotten their degrees, bachelor's, master's, some of them have the PhDs and so on. It is not a topic of discussion when dating. For women. It's not a topic of discussion. Why? Men are not interested in that. Mm. Very important point. I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest with you. Men are not interested in that. Later on, if if dating becomes a relationship, right? I'm not saying don't mention it. I'm saying it is not uh is not a criteria mm-hmm. to get with a man. Men don't care about that. Here's what a man cares about. If you're caring, if you're understanding, if you listen to him, if you're agreeable, obviously looks looks matter too, but more importantly, who you are as a woman, certain traits, certain feminine traits are of paramount importance when it comes to dating. They they want to see if you are uh, agreeable, you're soft, you're loving, you're caring. If you love children, because if you if you intend on being with a man, you have to be sure that you would like to have children and the man would like to have children. Mm-hmm. So that comes back to what we spoke about last week. You need to date essentially yourself in certain ways. If you want to have children, you need to date somebody who wants to have children. Don't date somebody just because they're handsome but they don't want to have children and you think you could convince them to have children, you're not going to convince them. Trust me. Again, you can't change anybody. You can't change anyone. The only person you could change is yourself. Right? So, so if, if you're dating someone and, and, they, and they ask you if you like children and you don't, let them know one time. Not just because they're handsome and, and you want to get them, you're going to tell them you like children when you really don't. Because mm-hmm. you're wasting time. Yeah. And on that same point, like, you shouldn't date for potential. Right? When I say potential, again, on the same topic of change, though, okay, the person, the guy looking real nice, he's handsome and thing, he's smelling nice, etc. Right? He might have money, right? Or whatever the case is, he... he 
quote-unquote grounded because you have a house, car, etc. Right? The physical things. But he's showing you a set of red flags. Right? You're jumping up like if it's carnival. Right? And you thinking that, okay, yeah, he have all these things. But despite all the red flags that you're seeing, I could try and change him into the person that I want. Right? And they might have potential, or you might think they have potential because they have those things, but it's really fleeting things. Yeah. I wouldn't even call that potential. Or like, even if they show you like a slight glimmer of something, right? It may not be the person themselves. It might just be they showing you something. That's, that's the thing. Like I, like I mentioned in... Uh, Two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. If someone is nice to you, but not nice to the waiter or waitress, mm-hmm. they're not a nice person. They just be nice to you because they're on a date. All right. Please understand that. If you see them them being obnoxious to a waitress, or they see a dog crossing the road. Animals, yeah. Right? They have enough time to slow down. And they choose to hit the dog. They're not a nice person. And they may be abusive. They may be abusive. Like, yeah, I know, we know it sounds kind of weird for animals, but it's important. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not talking about butchers, okay? Butchers have their job to do. Right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone who sees an animal who does not have to die mm-hmm. and they kill them anyway. Yeah. Or make it paramount that they go out of their way yeah, to uh, harm an animal. Yeah. yeah. They go out of their way to harm an animal. Yeah. Or like you're, you're talking to them on, on, on the date and they say something like, listen, I, as a child and as a teenager, I used to enjoy pelting dogs with stones. Run for the hills because he might be abusive. Right? He or might psycho. be abusive or psycho. He enjoys pelting dogs with stones. Rocks. I've heard some stories where as children some guys tie up dogs tie, yeah yeah and basically torture them and torture them yeah and yeah. like if for example they live in upstairs and the dog on the stairs and they don't really have any railing or any guard for the bottom of the railing they're doing whatever wickedness to the animal and the animal tied then the animal falls off and hangs mm-hmm. And then they, they, they're not doing anything about it. They just yeah. enjoy watching the dog dangle or whatever. Yeah, struggle, yeah. Yeah, yeah those, those are, that's not healthy at all. Right, so don't, don't think you can change that person. Right? You can't change that person. That person is already... That person has issues. So run for the hills <laughs> if you're going to date with someone like that. Don't date based on looks or based on resources. Mm-hmm. 
I know women date across and up the social ladder. Right. However, please also date for how who the person is, not for what they have or how they look. They're that man for who he is and not for what he has or how he looks. Right? And going back to the the whole degree thing and the things I'm like men do not care about the degrees that you have or what car that you drive or if you have a home or homes. Those are male traits. I'm not saying you can't have them, but bringing them out in a date is something a man would do. And your job as a woman is not to try to be like a man. Your job as a woman is to be like a woman. I don't like the book, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Lady. Men will love you for it. The men that are trying to outsmart you. They they're not they're not looking for anything serious. Right? If they're trying to outsmart you, they're they're not looking for anything serious. They are being selfish by doing that. Right? So don't don't try to be like a man. Don't go on a date. And so, so tell me about yourself. Well, I went to school and I have and I have two bachelor's degrees and I have a master's degree and I'm working on my PhD and I just recently bought a house and I'm looking to buy a new Mercedes Benz. And the guy will watch you like. You didn't tell me about yourself, though. You, all you told me is things that you would have accomplished and things that you're working on accomplishing. Those are male traits. I didn't come on this date to date another man. I came on this date for a, a lady, a woman. So tell me about yourself. How do you tell a, a man about yourself without mentioning those things? Tell me, tell me about the things you enjoy. I, I always loved writing and I love traveling and that's fine. Like they will, they will enjoy, they will enjoy talking to you about those things. I enjoy traveling. I, I love traveling a lot. I went to, I went this place recently and and sightseeing and so on. And you might even find a commonality there, like. Really, I enjoy traveling too. I went so and so and so and or like one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things, like a man would fall in love with you with if you mention it. So tell me about yourself. What you like to do? Well, one of my favorite hobbies is cooking. He might just he might be posted there right there. Like what? Marry me? No. <laughs> That's kinda creepy, but 
you get the point. The yeah, point yeah. is is like a <laughs> is something that that men like to hear. Like, uh, I love to cook. I love I love uh, giving to charity. That that be something that you find out. Uh, admiration for um i love children that's another thing you find admiration for um what else you can think of anything else i love to dance there's hmm. another one poetry poetry music, music. painting painting if you if you have it mm-hmm. you know um i love to hike there's just hobbies, you know, things that things that you're passionate about, your hobbies. Because chances are you're not passionate about your degree. It's on very rare occasions people are passionate about their degree. You know, a lot of people would have done degrees, but really their passion is music. Or their passion is cooking. Like We know of like two or three people who did engineering degrees and ended up becoming chefs. So don't mention the degrees. Chances are it's not it's not something you're passionate about. Unless your degree aligns. Unless with... your degree aligns with passion. Like there are a lot, there are few people whose degree aligns with their passion. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of us have degrees that not aligned with our passion. So talk about your passions. If you enjoy cooking, good. If you enjoy hiking, good. If you enjoy fashion and doing it doing your doing your hair or, or or what whatever it is whatever you're passionate about that is what you talk about on a date with a man don't talk about what you have the mm-hmm. man that is intrigued by what you have is planning to much <laughs> off of you right they're going to allow you to spend money on them Correct. While in in the near or not too distant future, they will use that same money on a side piece. They'll spend that same money on a side piece. They'll drive the side piece in your car. They'll bring the side piece to one of your homes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so don't lead with the things that you have. And as you as we on the topic of, of that, bro, um like you mentioned <laughs> a guy doesn't want to go on a date with another guy. Exactly. Right? Um so there sorry, so therefore um women should not try to be like men right and you mentioned your book think like i'm a, um think like a act, woman. Like, a, act like a lady think like right a man. that um and i think as i would have mentioned in pre in a previous episode as well two man radical live in the same hole mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm um for international audience what that means is essentially the same thing a guy does not want to be with another guy 
right? For those already in relationships, this translates to, for example, if a guy comes home, right? If a man comes home from work, right? He does not want to have, after competing and basically fighting with the outside world in the job that he just came from, or basically anything outside the public, right? He doesn't want to come home to have to fight with you, right? He doesn't want to come home to basically minor things that you're just arguing about and you're nagging him about or anything like that, right? Um, he doesn't want to come home to basically fight a war. I'm sure you all have heard the phrase that says, be a man's peace, right? That just simply means do not create an environment at home that breeds chaos, that breeds war, that breeds conflict, right? Because you're just asking for trouble, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And that peeves, like absolutely peeves a man, mm-hmm. right? And, and for those of you who are religious... The Bible says, and I quote, It is better to dwell in a corner of the house top than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Hmm. Bible. Okay. So repeat repeat this, this scripture again, the verse. Tis, where it came from. Tis better. Proverbs 21 verse 9. It is better to dwell in a corner of the house top than with a brawling woman in a wide house. That is in a corner of the roof on top. Right, in a <laughs> corner of the roof on top. Rain falling. And Rain falling. Right? Lightning flashing. Lightning thunder, thunder <laughs> rolling. The place dark. Right? A continual, a continually dropping in a very rainy day, and a contentious woman are like. She's an agent. Proverbs twenty-seven fifteen. Hmm. Wow. So, problems always. <laughs> <laughs> that is problems always. <laughs> so now, so now they they probably would ask. So, how do I get my husband to do things that I need him to do? Well, it's all about how you say what you say. You're not going to get your husband to do what you want him to do if as soon as he gets home from a hard day's work or from looking for a new job because we know how the economy is and people are losing their jobs and there are a lot of people on the breadline, even if they have their degree, and they're going out looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. So the last thing you want to do after you've been to 11 interviews for the day is to come home. To, oh, in traffic. In traffic. Is to mm-hmm. come home to hear. I thought I told you to do this, and you don't do this, and you're always forgetful, and I can't understand. And, and you leave where's in the in the sink, and you before, leave, you leave, in the sink before you leave. And you expect me to wash it? 
is going to turn right around and walk back out. And he's going to go by the bar and sit down and have a few drinks. And then when he thinks he fell asleep, then he's going to come back home. That's for the ones that are faithful. And then, then, that happens over. Over and, and over, over and over and over. And over. So. And then, when it, wait, before you go on, a guy comes home, right? He said, oh, so you went out, you thing and thing and thing, and you thought I would be sleeping. And <laughs> you see that? <laughs> My head hurt him. <laughs> yeah, that, that is headache. That is headache. So, how to get around that? How to get your husband or your significant other to do what you need them to do? He had a long day and he may have forgotten. You could see that he didn't bring what you asked him to bring. Because chances are when men get something, they usually take it out of the car one time. They don't come, come in without it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, see him dropping the couch or or something, or dropping a chair or something. All you say is, the first you ask him how the day was. That was the first. That's the first thing. How was the day? The next thing you ask, or the next thing you say is. I know the day was tough for you. It was difficult. And you probably may have forgotten. And and that's okay, because I know it was tough. And immediately you would be like, oh gosh, sorry, I really forget to get it in. And all you have to say is, I understand. The day was tough. Right? But take a rest, and if you get up, if you get up before wherever where our closes, mm-hmm. we could go together and get. Them. Yeah. Your husband is going to love you even more, because you understand, and you're agreeable. And trust me, he'll reciprocate that for you that little that little thing it's called tact the way in which you you say something yes i'm not saying you can't talk about something that's bothering you but the way in which you talk about it makes all the difference and it goes a very and it goes a very long way shouting at a man after he's maybe he has been shouted at in work his Mm -hmm. boss is stupid and shouts at him for quarrels with him for literally nothing. And he just has to take it. Why? Because things are tough and he needs the job. Yep. The last thing he would want is to come home to more quarreling. Or he's been told on the job, you're lucky to have a job in this time. Exactly. The last thing you would want when he gets home 
is more headache. Mm-hmm. So you see, that's that's where the love and the understanding and the care and the softness that is of paramount importance in a relationship in a marriage. Yeah, that right there is gold. That right there is gold. You want to see a man be a man? You be soft and you be caring. You show him that you care. Right? Even even if even if he lets his ego get the better of him and he's doing things that you don't like, this is what you tell him. I appreciate what you do for our family, but I don't like what you're doing right now. And there's so much that I can take. And I need you to understand that I can't deal with what is so and so and so. And and again, the tone has to be a particular way. Trust me, you say that in a soft tone, Whatever it is that he's doing, whether it is a side woman or he liming too much or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the reality check is going to be so crazy. Yeah. Right? No, that's that's meant that makes sense because right now <laughs> right now we have a little we have a a pandemic in the in the in manhood mm. where before, there's none before COVID nineteen <laughs> yeah before COVID nineteen where there's where there's literally no manhood right women are struggling too right I'm yeah. not talking to you from a place of perfection or or stability right we have our problems too but I'm telling you that. Even though it's difficult to change the generation of men right now, it is possible to put things in place to breed another generation of men that are more stable and more responsible and can and will do right by their families. And no, it is not too late. No, it isn't too late. But it's important that we put things in place for the change to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, in dating, before we even get to the date, the first thing you need to do, as Nick said, you need to be honest with yourself. You need to know where you are. In life, do you do you embody femininity? That's the first thing. Do you embody femininity? I'm not saying don't go for your degrees and and so on. Be successful. Everyone everyone has ambition in some way. If you if if you are passionate about getting that degree, fine. Don't get it just because you need a job. But if you're passionate about it, fine. Go do that. But 
make your femininity equally important. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Be honest with what you want. You want marriage? Well, then there are certain traits that a wife must have. And that brings up, that bring, that actually makes me think of another thing. I've been seeing on social media women doing this kind of reel in a sense or TikTok, whatever, where like their boyfriend would have asked them for like to make to make him a sandwich or something. And mm. she and she says, um, I'm I'm sorry that is in the wife package. In order for you to get a sandwich, you'll have to upgrade from the girlfriend package to the wife package. Mm-hmm. And I find that funny because you don't hear men saying changing tire is a husband is the husband package. You'll have to upgrade from the boyfriend package to the husband package in order to change a tire or in order to check your oil, or in order to clean it, wash your car. Or to do any household things. Or, or, to, or to fix the pipe when the... You know, or to change the hinges on the door. You don't hear a boyfriend saying, um, I am on the, the... You're on the boyfriend package, you need to upgrade to the husband package. So why is it... Like, you see, that's, that's where the double standard is. Yeah. yeah. Like you you if if your if your boyfriend hanging out and you need you need him to come home. You want him to drop everything and come home. But if you're out with your girlfriends and he calls you and tells you he needs you to come home. And you say, I'm not your maid, I'm not your slave, I'm hanging out. Uh, figure it out yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Um... Now a lot of fellas know that will take that, but I, I, I'm saying it right now. I ain't taking that. I don't mean. I'm not. I I'm, mean. I'm not. I'm not going through that. No. <laughs> like you want to be, you want to be treated like a queen. You need to treat your your significant other like a king. Correct. I'm not saying every person don't deserve it. They're just gonna do it anyway. No. Right. But if the person is doing the things, doing husband things or or whatever you call it, well, I don't I don't even know what it is. Like you're just you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship with the intention to get married. That's that's what relationships are supposed to be for. If the person is doing what he's supposed to do in his relationship, then equally you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do in in a relationship as a woman. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Why have to make it so complicated? And that's where the whole, that's where my whole shtick with third wave feminism comes in. It's like you want a man to be a man, 
but you will be a woman on your terms. But a man had to be a man all the time. Yeah. But you only a woman on your terms. Like I don't I don't see the logic. I don't see how it's fair. It, it, it doesn't seem fair to me. That doesn't seem fair to me. Mm-hmm. You want a man to do all the things that a man is supposed to do, provide and and protect and so on. But you don't want him to lead. That's the only one you don't want him to do. You want him to provide and protect. You don't want him to lead. Mm. You don't want him to be a man. You don't want him to be a man. Yeah. You want him to lead. Right? And then you don't you only want to be a woman when it's convenient to you. So, there are expectations. Everybody has expectations, right? With mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. There are reasonable ones mm-hmm. and there are unreasonable mm-hmm. ones. Exactly. And that what you just mentioned there is a very unreasonable one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't expect a man to be a man without him being a leader. Now, yes, there are a few. There are the few that are not leaders and so on. Right? And there are women who prefer to be with men like that. But you can't be an alpha female and try to out alpha an alpha male. To my rat. <laughs> If you're alpha female and you end up with a beta male, well, that's fine because it, the dynamic will work. Mm-hmm. But you can't be an alpha female and try to out alpha alpha male. You'll always get challenged. Always. There will, there, will, there will be no backing down. So you need to know what kind of female you are. If you do not like to be subordinate to a man's leadership, well, they need to find a, a, a man that you could lead. <laughs> Which is fine. They're men who like assertive women. They, they like they, to be led. They like to be led by a, by a woman. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But if you are that kind of woman, do not try to date an alpha male. Unless you're willing to submit to, to his alphaness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of women don't like the word submit, as you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, and again, submit does not... Oh, gosh. So let's explain, please let, let me explain, explain that. that. <laughs> so when I say the word submit, okay? Because even in the Bible talks about submission. Yeah. The submission... So, yeah, so let, let's let's talk about the word submit. When women hear the word submit, this is what they think. I can't speak. I have no say. I do not have a mind of my own. I cannot uh, give an opinion. I cannot make a choice on my own. I have to do everything he says. I have... Like, essentially, you're a slave. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what they assume it is. That's not what it is, right? 
it is deferring leadership to a man as long as he deserves it. I'm not saying defer your leadership to no, as I like to say, <laughs> shum shalom's man. A shum shalom's a man, man. <laughs> is a waste man or a deadbeat or a scrub. Mm-hmm. Right? That's trying to go through all of the international terms. Yes. Right? Or there's another one. There's another one. Uh, in, in, um, in Brazil, a sadobeiros. You submit to a man's leadership if he deserves it. If he has vision for himself and for his future family, you allow him to lead. You allow him to lead. Nothing is wrong with that. That doesn't mean that you don't have a say in what's going on. You're his wife. You're by his side. You have a say. That's not what we're saying. And a good man, with a good man, you will always have a say. A good man will always give his woman a say. Her opinion will always be valued. Right? That's where true leadership is. Leadership is not about telling someone what to do you know it's not about telling someone what to do it's about finding the right way or the most efficient way to move toward a goal and a true leader a man who is strong in his leadership will never feel threatened by the opinion of a woman he will embrace her opinion. And women need to understand that. So the whole submission thing, like there are men that really, really overdo the submission thing. And they really and what they really mean is like they just want you to shut up. And do everything and, that they say. And do everything that they say opposition. Without opposition. Yeah. We're not saying to do that. We ask for agreeableness. Agreeableness. That doesn't mean to hush and say yes to everything that we say. If you could just give like a brief um a brief explanation of what agreeable means. Okay. So if Let's, let's use the most famous thing. Food. Mm. A food run. A food run. Okay. Demand. Dave, what you want to eat? I don't know. Anything? Okay, let's go for... Let's go for McDonald's. I don't want that. Okay, what do you want then? Anything you pick. Okay, how about Chinese? No, I'm not feeling for Chinese. Okay, then what it is that you want. You pick, you pick anything. 
<laughs> okay, how about barbecue? Nah. So what is it that you want? Anything, babe. That is an example of non-agreeableness. <laughs> if you don't know what it is that you want to eat, then it should there shouldn't be a problem when he decides on what they're going to eat. No, I I don't have that problem. <laughs> I don't have that problem. But a lot of guys have that problem. Like your significant other, your lady, your wife, they don't know what they want to eat. You you, you suggest something, they say they don't want that. Then you ask them what they want again, they say they don't know anything. But you, if it's anything, then the suggestion should be okay. Right. But when you give the suggestion, they don't want it. Right. That's a that's a simple example of agreeableness. If you don't know what it is, like allow him to pick. Nothing wrong with that. Because here's what happens too. So here's what happens too. She doesn't want the McDonald's. You buy McDonald's. She eats from your McDonald's. I thought you said you didn't want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Well, McDonald's fries would be so nice and salty, especially when it's hot. <laughs> but then you should have said that you wanted McDonald's. But it tastes better when I, when I come When it's not mine, it is tastes better. <laughs> it tastes better right. when you buy it. <laughs> when I eat it from you. <laughs> exactly. So, now let's get that. Mm. But there's still decisiveness. Right. right. I still get the, I can taste it from you. Right. I still get that. But it can't be so all the time. But it can't be like that all the time. Yeah, it's not all the time, though. It's not all the time, but I I get it. Yeah. Which is fine. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But don't tell me you don't know what you want to eat. Right? And then when I make a suggestion. Then when I make a suggestion. You say, nah. You say, no, you don't want that. (laughs) And then when I buy that and then I carry you to get something else. You don't want what it is that you eventually get, but you want the thing that I suggested in the, in the mm-hmm. first place. Correct. <laughs> and you, you don't understand. Like, Let me explain something to you. Ladies. Men are decisive when it comes to things like food. We know exactly what it is that we want. 
And when you're indecisive, it doesn't help. And because we want to get this as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. We want to, we're hungry. We want to get food as fast as possible. So you can't be indecisive. And then when we decide on what it is that we want, and you don't want that initially, and then when we go and get something that you say that you want, and then you don't want that, and you leave it, and then you come and you eat ours, then it's, it's like a it's like a male is a is a masculine pet peeve across the board. If you are indecisive, well, then allow us to be decisive. It solves all the problems in the world. If you want, if you don't know what you want, well, then we're going for McDonald's. I don't want McDonald's. I can't get it for you still. Right? I'll get it for you still. But I don't want McDonald's. I'll get faster. You say no, no. You say that no. I'll get faster. So I'm not saying to not be indecisive, but allow the man to be decisive. That's where the agreeableness comes in. Right? If you have an idea, you are very much entitled to your idea. Bring it to your husband. Bring it to your boyfriend. You are entitled to that. Right? Men who can't uh, accept an idea from his significant other, he have insecurities that he needs to fix. He has insecurities that he needs to fix. <laughs> we could go on and on. This topic, man. Before I want to mention something that we would have, or at least touch on something we would have touched on in our past episode. Um, what about the women who see themselves as, oh, sorry, who claim to be self proclaimed queens? I know we mentioned briefly about, um, deserving but is on the man's side what about the woman the lady side oh there's another episode eh? like like we could talk about that uh, that topic alone Mm -hmm. could be another episode but yeah i know but to talk to talk briefly about it yeah because why i mentioned that is that there's a, a a trend now of women who consider consider themselves as tens, right? You know, we like to use this scale of comparing. And um, I've seen some videos just this week where um, guys would have asked women what they consider themselves, and they all would have said tens, right? And then when he asked them whether they think they are perfect um, or either asked them or made some statement 
um, he would have said, well, do you think you're perfect? And they would have said no, right? And then he would have asked them again, well, why do you say you're 10? Because 10 means you're perfect, right? And there was another guy commenting saying that, yeah, these ladies think they're 10s, right? And there's no room for growth, right? There's no need for room for growth. And so let's let's talk a little bit about that. You know, I know not into too much detail because I said mm-hmm. we're going to another topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, another episode on this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to basically talk about that and also to touch on the point of the bad bitch mindset or the um, in strong independent ladies. Yeah. Um, we have a situation where feminism has made it seem as though women are perfect and they don't need it. They are immune to criticism and they are immune, they are immune to self-development. And until we understand and we get to the point that we acknowledge that, ne- that neither gender is perfect, we will always have problems. Because the women think they are perfect and they think the men are not. Hmm. It's, it's, it's almost it's almost like a like a psychological ailment now. Because again, they think like you mentioned before, the queens they put themselves on on their own pedestal that they think they deserve. And they have no uh, purpose or no reason to come off of that. Uh, they are immune to criticism. They are immune to being checked, in a sense. Everything accountability. about accountability. Mm-hmm. Everything is perfect. So... Until and those 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 ladies, they will always have relationship problems because they go into the relationship thinking that they have to train a man or teach a man how to treat them. I don't have to, you don't have to teach me how to treat you. I have to figure it out. I'm I'm not stupid, but hey. Hmm. Like I said, this this could um, go on for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. Yeah. But I think I think we could um, we could stop the conversation here for now. Yeah, I just want to end by saying um, because I've heard it before, and a couple of people, both men and women, but I've heard it more from the ladies, at least based on my interactions, right? That. <clears throat> And you and I would have spoken about this as well, that everybody has narcissistic traits, mm-hmm. right? And they're all to different degrees, different levels. It's just, and some people, some even just by denying that everybody has that is a narcissistic trait as well, right? Because you're, you're, you're not... You're not willing to hear, you're not open to, to, to you know, 
see a different point of view or to maybe learn or to introspect and you know take a look a deeper into yourself mm-hmm. you know and see what traits there could be etc etc mm-hmm. right and um yeah so there they are everybody does have narcissistic traits and um i raised the point because again i would have mentioned just now that um i've heard it from quite a number of women who don't seem to think that that's the case mm. and most narcissists don't think they're narcissists and that's so. the next thing so. so yeah so we'll end the conversation here right um so thanks again for joining us guys thanks for um all your support right all your likes your shares and your continued support in whichever ways that you will have done so far and you will continue to do just remember that we are still on um the three major podcasting platforms so that you you all can catch us during your commute to work whether you're doing something else bathing even showering that is um cooking cleaning etc right so we are on google podcast apple podcast spotify right Uh, okay guys so thank you again Uh, it was a nice conversation again Uh, see you again next week we'll see you again next week take care take care